just playing, being, or looking at the world with childhood wonder. Mm. Don't just look at it like an adult. Look at something like as if it's the first time you've ever looked at it. That's the simplest way of getting in touch with inner child. Yeah. Like I literally, I sit down really low on the grass as if I'm a little kid <laughs> and I look at something with so much wonder as if it's the first time I've ever looked at a plant before. I'm saying that because there's a plant here on the table. Um, and I just look at it and I'm like, wow, that is so cool. And then you're like, you look at it as if you've never seen it before. Um, like, because children have an interesting way of looking at life. Yeah. Um, and as adults, we... Yeah, we do. We don't, we take things for granted. Mm. So with timeline therapy, with hypnosis, with uh, NLP, you get the tools to change the way that you look and change your perception on different events. Mm. Now, if you change an event from, oh my God, that's the worst day of my life. If you change that to, that's the best day of my life. That's the day where I understood who I truly was. That's the day where I stood up and started, uh, you know, defending myself. That's the day where I really connected with, um, you know, my source, the bloody the universe, God, whatever people want to call it. Well, then that's when you get radical change instantly because rather than that being the most negative thing that ever happened to you, now you've turned it into, oh my God, I'm going to use that to my benefit. Mm. And you can use that as power rather than disempowerment and a drawback. You can use it as a benefit. So as opportunities or people asking me to do stuff or, you know, would you like to speak here? Can you run a workshop here? I'm going to run it through this filter and it says, does it make me happy? Does it make me better? Does it make me money? And does it make my heart sing? And if it's not going to hit you know three maybe all four of those yeah. i'm not gonna do it mm. and i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give this a shot for six months and see how i feel in myself because i'm like you i'm so i'm sick of being exhausted i'm yeah. sick of being drained i'm sick of being at that you know the when the line goes just past the e on the fuel tank you know you know when it's like it's we're we're actually past empty we're still moving we're still yeah. going so there's some still sort going. of like you know emergency tank fuel we're running on but yeah. i'm actually past empty i'm i'm so drained and i think a lot of us get to this time of year and think oh god i've got to get through christmas and you know and it's uh it's, I didn't, I didn't save up. I didn't save up energy for December. <laughs> you know, I haven't been putting it away in a little special pocket and going, I'll pull that out and I'll do bloody, you know, Christmas shopping and having everybody at my house. And, oh, you know, once again, it snuck up on me and I seem to do this every year. And it probably is a process. The first thing I do is I acknowledge it. Mm. I acknowledge what the thought or feeling is. I acknowledge the humanity there. That's a really important step for me. And I actually teach that to a lot of people, especially in your relationships. If something's going on in your relationship and you're like, oh, you know, I woke up with this like intense feeling about this, acknowledge it straight away mm. because your thoughts do become your reality. As much as your, your words do, your thoughts become your reality because then your behavior starts to show up. Then. Yeah, I, I do get frustrated when I see other people doing it. But then I also know that's my frustration on me too, because that's yeah, that's that's your perception. Yeah, I I see other people not doing what I know. I don't want to say should because it's it's such a guilt word. But yeah, it's a loaded word. Um, 
things that I want to be doing. Mm. Yeah. And and some of the best conversations I've had with people who are not in this field, and you watch them kind of twinge and freak out a little bit when you say it. They go, "I really want to do this." You go, "Okay." So why aren't you? And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, well, if you want to do the thing you want to do, just start doing that thing. And they look at you like you're insane. Mm. <laughs> you know, they look at you and go, we can't, I can't do that. And I've got work and I've got this and I've got this and I've got this. I'm like, yeah, but you want to do that, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so do it. It's not that hard. Just do the thing you want to do. Mm. You'll work it out. I promise. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and then you watch that, yeah, that brain fry, that little like, no, it's not that simple. So they're trying to justify why they can't. Yeah, hundred percent. Going through that. I'm not sure if you would call it pain, but taking that step, or taking that step out of that comfort zone, then yeah. being uncomfortable. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah. But you gotta love the twinge there. <laughs> Do I? I love it. It's one of my favorite things. It was a matter of, first of all, I wanted to express that to the world because I know I get on there, I'm like, hey, Facebook fan, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. And I'll have this great little spiel and have a good time and, you know, energy, 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 energy. At the same time, I want people to see that there are moments that are not easy and that I do struggle with certain things, whether it be, you know, having a moment of, self-worth or self-doubt because regardless we all have those moments some people more than others but we genuinely as human beings we're going to have that happen at some time and so I really I, I wanted to be as genuine as possible because I could have like changed my state and I got up danced around a bit gone on there and just smashed something out and would have felt so fake about it afterwards because that's not what was really going on that for that day so yeah it was it was wanting to be authentic and really wanting to show people that it doesn't matter if you're if you're perceived as like crushing a business and then growing and doing all these amazing things there's still those moments of humility, you know, where you're human and that's okay. What I experience with women is that uh, tend to go one of two ways. We sort of, you know, there's like a fork in the road and, and we tend to either, you know, when we look at masculine and feminine dynamics, I, I, I witness a lot of women who fall down this rabbit hole, if you will, of becoming far more masculine in nature. And I was one of these women, you know, be it because they're, that's what they believe they need to do in order to fit in, or that's what they need to do in order to um, get what they want in life, or because they've been through some sort of trauma. And so it's a safety mechanism in order to, you know, protect themselves. Um, but I witnessed so many women who are completely disconnected from their feminine and trying to operate in a way that's not natural for them you know it's it's not true for them you know and that's not to say it's wrong for a woman to be to have a strong masculine presence or a strong masculine energy but it's simply to say what um what power can we um connect into when we choose again both 
when we choose to also show up in our feminine and choose to be deeply connect, connected to our feminine whilst having that powerful masculine energy as well. And this is a, a perfect way to manifest what you want in anything, right? Consciously well, create. Right, yeah. Or as we like to call it, create conscious coincidence because manifestation sounds like magic, but it's a process and we create conscious coincidences all the time. Science. Science. And, and the example that I love to use is to ask somebody like truly, what is, what is your ideal partner? Tell me what they look like. Tell me what they sound like. Tell me what they feel like. Tell me what they do. Tell me everything. And then I get my client to tell me all about their ideal partner and I write it all down. Da, 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 da. Yeah, they're this and they're that and blah, 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 blah. This, and this is gonna blow your mind by the way. It's, it, yeah, it's very effective. Yeah. <laughs> and so we end up with a par like a full paragraph, generally like a quite a detailed response. And I keep asking specifically, asking more about specifics, cool. And specifically what, where, what about this? And specifically what about that? And tell me about their body and tell me about the way they look and tell me about the way they think and how are they with family and so on and so forth, yeah? And extract as much information about their ideal partner as possible. And then turn the page around and show them who they need to be. Because you, your ideal partner is you. And when you reflect all of those things, your ideal partner walks into your life because you notice it because you're thinking about it consistently about yourself you're working on every detail of what you want in another person which becomes what you want in yourself so when you know when you have it all in yourself you notice it in somebody else and they just appear so in life you don't get what you want you get who you are that's when I thought I would get that love, that happiness, which I craved. Because what I believe is you have that drive. You want to achieve something. You think when you reach the pinnacle, that's when I will be insert whatever your emotion is or whatever you want to achieve. It's actually the journey, which is fun, not the ultimate destination. And I've not realized it once, but several times. Well, the thing is, it's scary because people feel as though, and this is the, the, the most common jumping off that prevents people from jumping off. It's this idea that once I go in, it's never going to end. Mm. Mm. They feel like they're going to be in a pit of emotion for the rest of their life. And it's because we've basically, we've got this backlog behind us. So we're at the precipice. If you think about it like a cliff, this person's at the edge of the cliff and they've got all this emotional pressure behind them. If I actually let myself feel all of this stuff, am I ever going to be able to get back up out of this hole? Because they're aware unconsciously of all the pressure building. Yeah. And they just feel like they're going to drown in it forever. But that's where probably the most powerful thing that I've learned to sell people is that true emotion only actually ever lasts 90 seconds. So therefore, when somebody is explaining something to you and communicating something to you, you can understand why you may or may not be taking in information as efficiently um, as you possibly can. So this is where it becomes really, uh, really handy for us to know what our rep systems are so we can put ourselves in the best situations for learning and for taking in information. 
Because if we're somebody who's visual and all we're doing is listening to information and we can't see anything, right? It can be sometimes very difficult. Whereas if somebody shows us a visual like drawing or a picture to go along with the, the information, then we can then we can filter it through our primary representational system and get, get more out of the information, right? And just the same as if somebody is um, kinesthetic, for example, uh, and they, they really need to feel, they need to touch things with their hands. And the and again, and, 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 and the system is very AD where, that, where it's just all about doing a theoretical test. Then the person that needs to touch things with their hands is going to really struggle because they learn through touch because that's how they intake the world.